Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Here we go on a Thursday morning. Glad you've joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcast from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen who went out there taking care of us. I believe the overcast issue has been taken care of. Uh, so if it has not, please let me know and we'll get you the directions on how to fix that. Uh, I think it's just as simple as deleting us from your podcast feed and then re- re-entering us into it. So if that doesn't work for you, though, please let me know. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. I, I, Joel, we got a lot of questions today. I get the feeling that you, you're probably going to regret not having coffee right now. Yeah, we I might need to already. get through. I, uh, I'm an afternoon coffee guy. Plan to go get go it get is some. Afternoon. Well, I mean, like mid afternoon kind of thing. I guess. And uh, I need it now though, yeah. because for those of you that don't know, we wrapped up last night's show in the uh, past past the midnight We're hour. Gonna wait till the midnight <laughs> hour. That's when the pod comes tumbling down. <laughs> last night was not a night that the kids wanted to sleep through. Oh no! Uh, so uh, oh no! course little yeah. chloe kate she's up and raring it you know early so yeah not much sleep in the in the coleman household CK. A, a night ago CK is what we're calling her now so uh i'm looking forward to the blueberry cobbler to reinvigorate my spirits there you go and push me through the rest of the day absolutely and that can be you too you just need to get over there hit up a barista for whatever your favorite beverage is and they'll get you taken care of college corner wants you looking sharp this fall this spring this winter this summer Whenever you're wearing maroon and white, make sure it's the maroon and white you bought from College Corner. That way you're getting a selection from their incredible, incredible stock of MSU merchandise. The, best, the biggest and best in central Mississippi. Why don't you swing by one of their two locations today. If you're in the Jackson area, they're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can just shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Time to go out with the old, in with the new, new year, new gear. And that's due to College Corner. Advantage Business Systems wants 2021 to be the best year ever for your business, and it's going to start with a quick upgrade of your technology. It's 2021. You can't make profits with 2001's uh, technology. So get Advantage Business Systems in there to give you a helping hand to bring your office into the new millennium, the new decade, the new year. Call them today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. You find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. We have got a lot of questions today on the rumblings. We do. We a do. Lot. I, I Luckily, know. we have all the answers. You've come to the right place. You've submitted your this, queries to the right people. This is two a good people. day for me to remind folks that I do have editorial content here. <laughs> this is not Ask Bob Carskadden. I don't read all of the questions. I may skip. A lot of them are just like, should we fire Howland? I'll probably, we'll ask it once and then we'll move on with our lives. <laughs> so let's just dive right into them. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. We'll move on into the rumblings. i got to swing by there tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day to buy meat. So if I you mean, swing by Welcome Home Beef tomorrow, we can say hello to each other. And that'll be great because we'll both be happy because we're both getting great meat. Grain-fed. 
locally sourced. You said tomorrow's a good day to get meat. Every what, day what is day a good day. is not a good day to get meat? Uh, Fridays during Lent. That's a good day to get fish. Yeah, Guess what, though? They have fish at Welcome Home Beef. Yep. So, problem solved. You're set either way. Problem solved. Yes, even for Lent, you could still go to Welcome Home Beef. So, why don't you do that? Why don't you put a great steak on the grill, put some burgers on the grill. Maybe it's, it's going to be cold this weekend. Maybe a, a nice pot roast or an oxtail stew. Maybe a big bowl of chili. you got a lot of options. Welcome Home Beef can help you figure them out. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them at welcomehomebeef.com. Whatever you pick from Welcome Home Beef. One thing is for sure. It just tastes good. All right. Justin Strawn. Justin Strawn has a problem. He doesn't listen to the podcast before he sends us the questions. Well, in, in a way, that's a good thing. It's true. We, we, have, pro- we have yeah, he's, there's loyalty, him. and we've programmed him. Yeah. We need to start working a subliminal message into some of these people and send us money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why we started a Patreon. I don't know what, what possessed us to do it. All right. I had a college roommate who, despite going to Mississippi State, remained a loyal Alabama fan, a team he cheered for growing up. I had another friend who grew up a diehard Mississippi State fan but went to Ole Miss because he wanted to be a lawyer. And now he loves Ole Miss and hates State. Which is weirder, going to a school but remaining loyal to the school you cheered for but for growing up or switching your loyalty to the school you attend after cheering for a different school your entire life? Switching your loyalty. Switching your loyalty. is. I have a, another example here. I have a okay. friend. So she went to State. Then she married an Ole Miss fan and became an Ole Miss fan. Then they got divorced. She went back to being a state fan. So I mean, she saw the light. It was a sham the whole time. <laughs> yes, it's weirder to change. Yeah, I, I have respect for someone. Look, if you go to state, there are Ole Miss fans who go to state and they yeah. they stay loyal to Ole Miss. God bless you. Yeah, I, I know but, multiple people that had other rooting interests, like come from different states or whatever, and they maintain their. You know who did this, by the way, the Stallion. He did this. He was. He grew up. He and his brother and his sister all grew up diehard state fans. Now they're huge LSU fans. They turned their back on families. What they did. I'll never let that be forgotten. You know that's why our grandparents never really loved them. So I'm gonna point that out. Uh, Joe Moorhead, Chad Morris, three, and Jeremy Pruitt, three of the new coaches hired in the SEC in 2018. They've all been fired. Their combined records were 34 and 49. Was this the worst crop of new coaches to the SEC ever? It's got to be up there, up there, but Joe Moorhead was the best of the three. And it's not and close. And it's not even close. I mean, Moorhead, Morris is clearly the worst. He won four games. But 34 and 49, four games from Chad Morris. Pruitt lasted the longest, so we'll give him credit for that. But Moorhead went to two bowls, so Moorhead's the king of the, ca- the castle here. Yeah, never but had a losing season. Well, yes, he did. He finished six and seven. That's right. Six, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm thinking so. regular season. All right. Last one here. Being a Raiders fan, I've probably watched more of Jonathan Abrams' pro career than most state fans. And right now, the aggressive play that made him great in college isn't translating. He's often way out of position. How concerned should I be that he's going to be a bust? That happens. When was the last state first rounder to be a bust? Mm. Okay. First off, that's a good question because for the most part, when state guys have gotten Derek Sherrod, but injuries derailed him. This is before my time, but I believe in in some of my reading and writing. And so, I, Michael Haddix didn't have the greatest. Pro didn't career. have a great pro career. Johnny Cooks had a long pro career, but he was the number two pick in the draft. And I mean, I don't know that he was even ever, ever a Pro Bowler or anything. So that's one to look at. Um, but yeah. But that's it. I I don't know much about Abram. I had not. I, the thing is, like, 
I don't follow any Raiders Twitter, so all I ever see are highlights from like state retweets something that he did. I'm like, oh, you must be playing really well. So I'd have to take your word for it on that. Uh, let's see here. All right, Clay O'Neill, you get it. Here it is. Is Ben Howland coaching the Bulldogs next season? It's not popular to say I don't know, but I don't know. But I, my guess, if you made me guess today, is yes. If, I, if I've got to say yes or no, I'm saying yes. Okay. I tend to agree. I think in a COVID year, they're not going to want to spend the money on buyouts and stuff like that. Well, you and I have said on the show before the season started that pretty much no matter what he did, he was going to be back the next year, yeah. barring the unless he just wanted to hang and, it up. And what you said yesterday is true in that this team was picked 12th in the SEC. They're not going to finish 12th, I don't think. They are overachieving. You know, if this team had just stunk, you know, they lost the first two games. Yeah, everybody be like, well, we thought they were yeah. going to stink. If Molinar came back and they continued to stink, nobody cares if you lose. To, well, I don't want to say nobody cares, but you don't care as much if State loses to Ole Miss last night. Correct. You cared because you thought the team was, well, they're better than we thought. And some of that credit goes to Howland. And I know people don't like to hear say that. Hey, Fred, I know you're on me again. We're <laughs> being the sunshine bumper. But... I mean, the fact is, I get all the, the arguments against Howland, but there are some for him, too, and this team overachieving is in part due to him. And so well, anyway... He recruited the players. Yeah, and, and, and so, yeah, there, there's been recruiting misses. I get it. There's been so many frustrating losses that you want to just slam your hip up against a brick wall. I get it. Um, but there's been there's been some good, too. And you can certainly make – that's all I've been saying all along is that you can certainly make the case for not parting ways with the man. And we didn't think you were going to do that going into the year before we saw what this team is. I don't know how with a team that has thus far – I mean, you got to see how the year plays out too. I mean, if they lose out or something, things change. Yeah. But, I mean, if they just kind of maintain this pace and they finish with a 500-ish SEC record and – the lower 500, I mean, I don't see them parting ways. I, I don't. I yeah, may I, be wrong. I tend to agree with you. I tend to agree with you. You're asking me to project <laughs> no, here. Right, so. right. Dog at Auburn just wants to know what the hell was that? I was referring to the uh, Mississippi State Ole Miss game. It's, it's probably what we should have expected. Simple as that. I mean, Kermit Davis. If you, I tell you what, if you want to play the, the troll game, Oh, Ole Miss, they only get up for Mississippi State. That's their Super Bowl. Go ahead, have at it. But that, that was that's what that was. Uh, Aaron McGee, have you seen Django Unchained? No. Okay, I have. He wants my top favorite three characters. Django, uh, uh, Calvin Candy, and I get a kick out of Steven. I think he's hilarious. Uh, I love Dr. King, but it's you know, just, I don't know. The, the Marshall makes me laugh, too, when I think about his one scene. The hell you say? It just makes me laugh every time. So, It's an age-old question here from Mr. Snappy Comeback. Mayonnaise or Miracle Whip? Neither is the Neither answer. Neither is the answer. But if I've got to do one or the other, it's Miracle Whip. Yeah. Oh, God, I wouldn't eat one of those, either one of those. You know, like, growing up at home, I did have, I mean, like, your mom makes you sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we always had Miracle Whip at the house. We never had mayonnaise. We had mayonnaise at and, house. And so, so my mom figured out pretty early, some, don't put it on my sandwich. Yeah, well, as I got into, like, the teenage years, like, yeah, 
I, I no longer want any of that. Yeah, I don't need that. Put an extra piece of cheese on there and melt it. That'll be enough. Uh, Rob Fuller wants to know, is it okay to look ahead to baseball now? Yes. 100% okay. It's okay to do it even when basketball is good. If you don't <laughs> like basketball, so be it. You like what you like. That's right. And it's okay to like them all. If you Rob Chittum has a big question, but I think it's just about basketball, but we can take it further. He just wants to know why. Just simply, why? Because you're not a good person, Rob, and this is your personal hell. No, I don't know the answer to that. It's <laughs> tough. God is just preparing state fans. Is all he's doing here. He's making you stronger. I've always said that. When you get to the pearly gate, St. Peter's going to look at you and go, you suffered enough. You suffered enough on the earthly plane. It's time you can come on inside. Yeah, over in James, when he talks about you know counting yeah. all joys, when you encounter trials of various Alabama kinds. Alabama fans get, That may have been get, speaking directly to state fans. Alabama fans get two millennia in purgatory. <laughs> You had your you had your fun. Now you gotta wait. Was it Brandon Walker that tweeted last night? Like, how is it fair that they're just excellent now in two sports? <laughs> oh, I know, Alabama. Yeah, he has a question for us a little later. I saw uh, Crump. How beneficial would it be to football and baseball if we just stopped pay, playing basketball and poured that money into those two sports? So I, I have an interesting thought because uh, at. You know, the, the peak of the Stansberry era came at the same time as the Croom era was going on. And I had some friends who said, look, why don't we just be like Duke? Just stop caring about football. You know, do the bare minimum and put it all into basketball and baseball. And now we've reached this other thing. Obviously, you know, it wouldn't be that much money. It's not like if you stop caring about football and you started putting like $40 million a year into basketball, that'd be something. But, I mean, we're talking about a few million dollars. So... The answer to your question is not much. I mean, it'd be a couple million a piece. So, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, that'll never happen though. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no school in the South not named Kentucky. Yeah, I guess we'll. Dalton Lee has a great question. What's the most disappointing restaurant you have ever been to, despite numerous recommendations? Ever been a place you're just like everybody's like, oh, that place is great, and then you went there and you're like, it's not that good. Hmm. I have a hot take here, but I I, I don't want to go ahead because I know the people and they're like, "Are you are you going to tell us one friends. of the, these basic restaurants you like?" No, it wasn't. It wasn't. What is it? Tell us. No, it's it's it's. Is it a local restaurant? You don't want to like yes. put them down or something? Yes. I know what it is. So anyway, continue. I know what it is. The answer for me and, and somebody else, uh, it's actually Mike in Oxford from Sports Talk Mississippi Twitter feed, the Rendezvous. You ever eaten there? I, I've never eaten there. I it's know, I'm, so I'm aware overrated. Of it. it and people, people. It's such a touristy thing, right? To go to the rendezvous. There are ten places in Memphis better to get ribs at. And I mean, you go in there, you're going to wait an hour for ribs. I mean, it's just, it's just not worth it. You're drinking flat Michelob Ultra. It's just, it's just not a good time. I would, I, I can, you know, I'd much rather go to Central, go to Cozy Corner, go, go to Corky's. Corky's is touristy too, but it's still better. There's just there's just a dozen places. Go to Jim ne- Jim Neely's Interstate. It's my personal favorite. So, uh, boy, a lot of these questions are just the same question. So if I'm not answering your question, I mean, you you, you heard the podcast. Um, dear old state, do we have any favorite candidates for the soon to be open Mississippi State men's basketball head coaching position? We talked about this a little bit yesterday. That I just don't know the sport well enough to throw out names. I saw some of the names on twenty four seven, but basically, I would say, and tell me if you disagree. Find a mid-major coach who's had three straight good seasons, including, I'm talking about getting into the NCAA tournament, and look at him. 
Is that that there's got to be three or four of those kind of guys out there that you can pick the best one, right? Yeah, but if you're a mid-major coach that's had three straight good seasons getting into the NCAA tournament, I mean, well, I mean, do, I get, you, do you want to go to state? I mean, it's I a tough, it's a tough gig, man. It's a man. tough gig, but I think you can win here. I think you can win, and I think the fan base is accept. Oh, I think the fan base doesn't think. I, I don't think it thinks. I don't think the fan base thinks that they should be in the tournament every year, but I believe they think they should be competing for the tournament every year. So in a four years, let's say in a five year period, if you go three times, you go every other year. And the other two years, you're just on the bubble. You know, if you're consistently, and I know what you're gonna say, well, Highlands winning. Yeah, but it's the way he's doing it. He's underachieved. Like last year, they underachieved. He has more head scratching losses than big wins. You know, you just gotta be a coach. If you just win the games you're supposed to win, so a, a basketball coach who took the Mullen formula, just win the games you're did supposed the, to win. Did the pandemic kind of? in some way, save Howland a little yes, bit. absolutely. Because if they don't well, go... Because you can't officially... I, I know you don't feel they would have made the tournament last year, and I don't think they would have either. Because I, I think they had to win a couple games in the SEC tournament, and I don't know if they would have. Right. But we will never know the answer to that question. So you can make the case that they were right there on the bubble and could have got the... You know, you can't officially say, hey, State didn't make the tournament last year. And now you have another pandemic year in which... It's probably kind of tough to part ways with any coach in this, you know, economic climate a little bit. I, I just wonder if the the pandemic hadn't helped the cause to keep him at, at state has. a little bit. Absolutely. But so anyway, I we'll see. Yeah. Tyler Warren wants to know who were the choices instead of John Cohen for athletic director during that search. I honestly don't remember anybody else being brought up. I think we all pretty sort of, quickly on he was he was the guy, and that's they knew and that was the way they were. Of course go. they. Pretty strongly came out against Mike Bonner at the time, saying, "No, it's not." Which John was Cohen. one of the all-time shams. What right. a joke! He had he had the story. They knew he had the story. They just tried to make it so they can make the announcement on their own time. It was ridiculous. That's why he doesn't work for the Michaels paper anymore, though. But yeah, and as to your question, maybe I'm just getting old and forgetful. I really couldn't tell you another candidate. No, I don't I mean, remember, maybe I don't maybe there they, was maybe I don't there was they one. interviewed. I don't remember. Them like bringing in like people saying like this guy's coming in the interview. I don't remember that at all. I mean, there surely had to be somebody else. Oh, say I'm sure. like, but I, I I can't tell you who. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Gillen wants to know why are the crackers not on the chip aisle in the grocery store? They are both crunchy finger food snacks served out of bags or boxes. They get their own aisle. It's crackers. Yeah, and it's usually on like the soup aisle too, right? And they're usually like canned soup. And no, stuff no, 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 no. Soup is like on the same aisle with like canned vegetables and things like that. Former okay. grocery store employee here. So. Yeah, you would know. Yeah, crackers have their own. The thing, the difference between crackers is chips are something you dip. Crackers are usually something you put something on. You can dip crackers, but it's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Except for like, like you know, pita chips. Pita chips you can dip, but like a cracker, normally you put a piece of cheese and a piece of meat on it, or a vegetable or something. So, uh, the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program wants to know why am I dead inside. Well, I'm going to guess because you watched a certain intercollegiate uh, yeah. basketball contest. Yeah, it's okay. It's going to be all right, guys. What percentage chance do you give the fighting Ben Hallens of beating Alabama on the road Saturday? We talked about that at the game. We said, I can't wait to watch them beat Alabama now. They, they've they just bounced back, to every, bounced back every time. But I don't think it's going to be this weekend. Alabama is a machine right now. They are just raining down threes. Like like Thanos in that scene in, uh, in, in Endgame. Where yeah. Rain, fire! That's what's happening right now. Yeah, the old, like... During a Major League Baseball season over the course of 162 games, they say it's not so much who you play, it's when you play them. 
Well, yeah. right you're now in basketball, you're definitely playing Alabama at the That's wrong time. But they, I mean, if you want to be the optimist here, they got to cool off at some point. Yeah. So. Jay Hammer says, are we in for another 2005-type Alabama beatdown at Coleman Coliseum this weekend? Do you remember that game? Uh, that was the year, you know, we had beaten me. them the year before to win the SEC, and then they went to Coleman, and they lost like 80-39. to 39 oh, or Do you remember that? Ernest Shelton just went absolutely bonkers in that game. <laughs> it was awful. I can't, I can't see this week being that bad. I I I don't either. But if they play the way they played last night, and Alabama, Alabama plays the way they played against the LSU, played the past then yes. few games, it could be that way. Yeah. Jackson Waddell wants to know: Are we going to see Caleb ducking at all this season? Seems like he could have helped last season had he if he would have played. I believe there was an academic issue with him that he he wasn't eligible to play. So it's it's not that he you know wasn't playing; it's that he couldn't play. That said, yeah, I expect him to be you know. Everybody's going to have an opportunity. And he's a bigger it, receiver. State could use one. Yeah. There's Some, just so much competition in that room now. It's not the wide receiver great, room yeah. of a couple years ago where you're just like, hey, that guy's probably going to play. Well, there's a lot of guys you could point at and say that guy's probably going to play or that guy might play. So, But, yeah, I think he'd get a shot. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Brand, Brandon Walker wants to know, <laughs> why doesn't Ben Howlin hate Ole Miss as much as me? That's Brandon F. Walker, by the way. <laughs> Uh, well, because you're from West Point and you're a state yeah, fan your whole life, yeah. and he's from Cali. I'll be honest with you, Brandon. Not a lot of people hate Ole Miss more than you. There's maybe like five: <laughs> Jackie Sherrill, <laughs> uh, Nick Fitzgerald, probably. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> a lot of questions about the same. Brian McDuff. Are Mississippi State basketball fans the definition of insane, expecting a different result? So you do the same things, but you expect a different result. That's a good point. Well, that's fans in general. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> it doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter where. But at the same time, I mean, even even Alabama fans are sort of insane that they expect to win a national title. Even though they win it, they never get, you know. Is there, an, is there, an, there was a funny SEC shorts. I don't know if you saw it the other day. The Alabama fan who still thinks they should have hired Rich Rodriguez. <laughs> I didn't see that. One. It's really funny. He's like got like projected wins and all. It's 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 very funny. So he's like, I mean, I guess Saban's okay. <laughs> it's, it's good. It is funny to think about. Mm-hmm. He could have been the head coach at Alabama instead of Nick Saban. And now look at what Saban's done and and what and Richard Rodriguez is the O coordinator at would, Louisiana would, would Monroe. Nick Saban have ended up like the defensive coordinator at Akron or something as a result of this. I don't know. He, uh, I made a Sisyphus reference the other day. What is? Do you ever play God of War? I haven't no. played God of War, no. so can't answer this question, uh, McDuff. Sorry. Josh Smith wants to know, would you pardon Joe Exotic if you were president? I'm showing my lack of knowledge of popular culture. I never watched Tiger King. I didn't watch so it either, I, I but that being said, I've seen enough to know that, yes, I would pardon him. Because <laughs> why not? Who cares? He didn't kill anybody, did he? Just for the theatrics You know who did kill it. somebody? That damn Carol Baskin is who killed somebody. <laughs> so... Uh, same question there, same question there, same question there. All right, some new questions here. Uh, let's see here. From Scott Ming. He wants to know what our undergraduate and master's degrees are in. Well, I'll tell you what mine is in. Nothing. Don't have one. (laughs) My undergrad is sports communication and my master is sports administration. And yet you neither communicate nor administer. Yeah, neither. Neither one. Yeah. 
I, I do try to communicate. You it's do, not very you well. Do. All right. And then he wants to know how to get an invite to the Christmas party. Well, I mean, that's, you know, what are you going to do between now and then to impress me? All right, it's on you, Scott Ming. I wonder if there'll be a hated Christmas party in 2021. My friend, return. I hope that there is. Because that's, that's too much fun not to have. And plus, I like the food, you know. I mean, I didn't get. I got very little buffalo wing dip this year. You needed a year off though, because there was no way you were topping last year's guest. Yeah, list. I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. So you got to work on that. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Uh, let's see here. Another MSU basketball question. Same here. Hale State wants to know is Ben's favorite snack Jello pudding pops. It's an interesting question. <laughs> I like Jello pudding pops. They're delicious. Um, I don't know why Ben would particularly care for them. He's a West Coast guy. I imagine his favorite snack is something, you know, like avocado toast. Avocado toast. Does that make sense? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. All right. Howlin' getting fired. Howlin' getting fired. What movie from The Drunk Guy? Shout out to The Drunk Guy. What movie best describes Mississippi State sports in 2020? Uh. Apocalypse Now? <laughs> I love the... I don't know. Reservoir Dogs? Everybody dies at the end of that one. Spoiler alert. Well, first of all, we have to label what 2020 Mississippi State sports has been. Football okay. and so far the two basketball teams. Like, yeah. is, there, is there a common thread there with... Disappointment! With <laughs> um, what's a disappointing movie? What's a movie you were just like... The most disappointing movie for me ever was The Blair Witch Project. I was very disappointed in that movie. So maybe that's it. I could put a lot into it and then it sucked at the end. Maybe I've got it here. Okay. The first Lord of the Rings movie. Okay. I think I've told you this story before. Oh, you thought it was you thought that was the end. I didn't know a darn thing about Lord of the Rings <laughs> going in. There was like my, my buddies were like, Hey, let's watch Lord of the Rings. Okay, who cares? And then, <laughs> so we go and watch and it ends the first one. Yeah. You know, the way it ends and, you're and just I'm looking like looking around. That's it. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize there was two more comments. Yeah. Um, and, and so maybe that's what this is right now. Because, like, with football, the Mike the Leach beginning. area, and you're just in the beginning, and there's more to come. Okay. I can live with that. And, like, with basketball, you've got to see what Howland does the rest of this year before you can make any kind of defensive So, like, judgment. basketball, are we just, like, right when the Urukai have broken through in the two towers? Maybe. And it, it looks like, you know, we, we're going to walk out in Gandalf. Who is Gandalf? <laughs> Five-star recruits coming to save us. I don't know. <laughs> But with both basketball, I mean, like with Nikki, it's it's still Act One with her too. Yeah, you have yeah, to see yeah. where it goes. Lamonis is the return of the king. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony Loper, the best damned veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Why do they swap the sides of the court the benches are on? COVID. Yeah, because they could spread out a little more. They have more room to spread out, and yeah. that way they had more room to spread out the scores table as well. You know, think about the old scores table you had. Like 12 people, 13 people sitting right next to each other. They had to spread all those people out. Yeah, pretty much the answer to any why is it different yes, question in the last COVID. year is yeah. COVID. Absolutely. Alan Kimbrough wants us to rank these Mississippi-themed foods and condiments. Okay. Tamales, pimento cheese, Edam cheese, pear salad, comeback sauce, chow chow, and slug burgers. This is going to be really weird coming from a guy that's not a big fan of mayo. Mm-hmm. Pimento cheese is high up my list. You like pimento cheese? Yes. Well, pimento cheese, and, and you know, Andy Staples is the same way. Hates mayonnaise, as we've seen yes. recently. But 
loves pimento cheese. Yes. Because it's what he says, his comment is, it's like, once you add the other stuff, it's not mayonnaise anymore. Agree. Agree. Right. So pimento and, cheese. And, and I guess comeback sauce is kind of along the same lines it here, It can right? be, yeah. Because it, it can. I think, yeah. Um, tamales is number one for me. I love tamales. I'm not as big on them, but it's up the list. Okay. Like it's in the top half. So I've, I've never had a slug burger. I haven't either. It's a Mississippi tree. It's just up the road in Amory. Maybe we should go get one one day. It's just I can't rank it because I don't. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. never had it. What about are you are you a Chow Chow fan? Not really. Nah, and I don't like pear salad either. Uh, Edom, Mississippi State Edom cheese is great when you can get it. <laughs> when you can get on the list. Yeah. So to me, number one, I, I'll just give me, my number one is tamales. Yours is pimento cheese. Yes. Okay. And I will go tamale number two. All right, Josh. Himlebin, when does baseball season start? The 19th, right? February? Yeah, I think that's right. All right. There yeah, we go. That, that weekend, whatever that is, over there in Arlington. Dear Old State, how many unanswered texts do you send a woman before it's appropriate to send her a <laughs> phallus pick asking for a friend? Uh, what was that guy thinking, man? That is an all time uh, issue. Like, you have, look, I don't think I'm breaking any news here. He, I mean, he has, he has a problem. Yeah. Yeah, well, he got obsessed with some woman, and you know. So here's here's the thing, guys. If you're if you're thinking about sending that kind of picture to a woman, and she hasn't asked to see it, don't send it. And first of all, I'm sure there are some of them out there, but yeah. not many want that. No, even the ones so, that love you, yeah. don't want. That. See, I, I I got married before those kind of things were. Uh, you know, you'd have had to actually like take a Polaroid and mail it to her back in the day. I guess I don't. You know, the, you couldn't. The camera on my little Nokia flip phone back in the day wasn't going to give you the high qu- definition quality that you'd want. One of the people they would just text you back, and be like, "What is that?" Yeah, I, I, I guess you could take the Polaroid. You wouldn't want to get that developed at Walmart or something. No, no, you can't take that to the you know to Walgreens <laughs> and be like, "I need some some photos developed." So, I you know I'm, I can't really speak on much experience here, but I'm just telling you that first off, after like three unanswered texts, you should just stop texting her. She's clearly not interested. You know, if you text a woman and she doesn't text you back, and then you text her again and she doesn't text you back, and then you text her a third time and she doesn't text you back, it's it's not working. Well, not only he did do that, I mean, he did it like what twelve times, and he was like, "I know what'll get her." Sixty-two. I'll send her. I mean, just it was sixty-two unanswered, unanswered? texts. That's an incredible thing. Like, dude, there are other girls. There's, there just are. Huh. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Brian Rambo wants us to know which one of y'all will dare to ask Mike Leach who would win the SEC mascot every mascot for themselves war like he did with the Pac-12 hey buddy did you miss his first press conference and he got asked it about five or six He's times after it like that. three or four times it's, it's over we're not doing it again Hunter Manis what's a good short term hobby to get me by until baseball season here's what I say tell me what you think baseball season out in the lounge cooking you need to learn how to you got a month start perfecting some some stuff on the grill and we know a place. We know a place that you can do. You can help you out with that. But I would do that. Or I mean, is there still you know is it, is it still good hunting season right now? I don't know. I don't know the seasons for hunting. So like I think it's duck season. Go ahead and hunt some ducks. Yeah, I mean, do, yeah. do that. I don't. I, I'm not up to up to speed on on hunting season. Fishing. You can do that about all you know year round. Maybe a little chilly. Yeah, I don't know how the fish true. are biting. That's true. Uh, let's see here. There's another same things here. All right. Caleb Glover. Rank these uncles. Ben, Cracker, Phil, Sam, 
and I don't know who Uncle Iroh is. Do you? I R O H. No. If only we had a device. Hold on. Uncle Iroh. Are we, we going to feel stupid when we see? Maybe. Uh, it's from the Avatar uh, Nickelodeon series. I have never watched yeah, that, so n- he's out. Um, Uncle Sam is number one. That's America. <laughs> Uncle Phil is number Uncle two. Uncle Phil's two, yeah. Uncle Ben is three. Love Uncle Ben's rice. And then Uncle Cracker. I am not a fan of Uncle Cracker. Follow me. Oh, God, that song is awful. Just stop. I I, stop, please. <laughs> yeah, he's a distant fourth. Okay. May even be fifth behind He might Uncle, be behind Uncle Iro. Yeah, I assume I'm pronouncing it right. What is or was your dream car? So if I, I said, Joel, let's go buy you a car. What would you want? <laughs> I'm about to show my basic nature again. You want a big pickup truck? Uh, like growing up, when I was in high, and I, all I ever wanted, mm-hmm. all I ever wanted mm-hmm. was a brand new Toyota Tacoma. That's what you drive. And that's what I've got now. Oh my gosh. I'm driving my dream truck, Brian. There you go. Like, I don't know why. I was just always obsessed with them. Yeah. So, all right. Anyway. A Porsche 911 Carrera. That's what I wanted. That's, 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 the, if I could have one car, <laughs> that would be it. I don't know how I'd look driving a Porsche. Maybe Richard Williams let me borrow his sometime. But, uh, that's that's mine. I will say that video you showed me the other day, the fully decked out Ford F one fifty that the Rock gave the yeah. guy from up. I mean, that's nice. That's I, a nice I mean, vehicle. Yeah. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealers for Truck Month. It's always Truck Month, from what I can tell from listening to Richard. It's top selling truck in America, forty five years running. As long as I've been running. All right. He wants me to rank or tell. How do I feel about his pizza order? Pepperoni, pineapple, mushrooms, tomatoes, jalapenos, olives, spinach, and extra cheese. Where are you getting pizza? There's a spinach. I didn't know. Never, never, must be one of those boutique places. Not enough meat. I, I you know, I, I here's one thing I learned in my years of the pizza business. I don't judge. I just, you know, people get whatever they want. I, 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 I've made it all. I've seen it all. But I'd like another meat on there. Some sausage, some bacon, something. Do you eat pizza with any veggies at all? Jalapenos. That's it? Yeah. And I don't, I, again, I don't know that jalapenos are, are a vegetable. They grow in the ground, but. From the ground. They're a pepper. <laughs> yes, that's the only vegetable I want on pizza. Yeah. I don't like onions. I don't like green peppers. I, I was going to say, like, mushrooms. it was going to surprise me if you told me that, no. yeah, I like Supreme or something like that. No, that that no, would have shocked God, me. No, no, no. I just got a new job, and it started February 1st in Alabama. If you were required to relocate, what would you miss the most from Starkville? I mean, the fact that basically all of my family is within a 30-minute span. That's a good one. And, and so uh, that, with the exception of my wife's sister and my brother-in-law, they live in Birmingham, so that's not too far. But, yeah, I mean, like if I had to relocate, it would be family things. would yeah. be about the only thing that it, I couldn't get over. Right. I, you know, in terms, of, in terms of MSU sports, you know, part of my job is going to these games, but I enjoy going to them, you know. So, like, that, that would probably be it, like just knowing that I'm five minutes away from going to any game I want to go. I can go to any game I want to go to. That's probably yep. be, probably would be it. Uh, let's see here. Matthew Munlin. Oh, we've got a wedding question here for us. Ooh. I'm getting married in a few months, and my fiance and I are currently working on our wedding registry. What are some things that we should register for that couples typically don't think about getting? Mm. The first thing I would say is don't be afraid to register for anything. Like, register for a 70-inch television. You never know, man. Some uncle yeah, might be may. like, sure, we'll get it for him. 
<laughs> you, know, you, you never know. Uh, put it on there. Also, don't be afraid to just get something for yourself. You know, like I got a bunch of Bulldog beer mugs. Do I ever use them? No, but I have them. So, um, but I mean, you know, the basic stuff is, is fine. You know, I would I tell you one thing we got that I, that we used a ton when we first got here was a food saver, one of those vacuum sealer things. That's a good thing to have. Maybe not thinking about that. Um, you know, what do you think? Was there anything you registered for that? You, but your wife was like, "What?" Um, uh, yeah, an electric can opener. Because I don't want to like sit there and open that cans manually. That feels like manually. a pretty uh, again basic kind of. It, thing. it was, and she was like, "I was going to do that anyway." So I mean, she oh, was but you made do like it, a point of it. Like, like make we gotta, sure, make sure we get an electric can. Yeah, because like when I was electric a kid, style. I hated, I hated those manual can opener things. So yeah. anyway, I guess it I, scarred I me, you. scarred me for life. I was like, never, never make had to sure. deal with one of those. So, so anyway, that's a good thing for me. Uh, he also wants to know who gets sacked first, Ben Hallen or Frank Lampard. Well, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Super Frank's going to be with us much longer. Not looking good for him. And they change managers the way people change underwear. So we'll see. You all right? Yeah, I had. I know. Had a drink. That's, that's all. Okay. Whit McAnally, can you explain to me why men's college basketball plays two halves instead of four periods? No, I wish I could. I really thought when when the women switched over to, to playing four quarters that the men wouldn't be far behind. And, and they showed how effective it was. It cut down on all the ridiculous fouling and everything. Well, if you'll remember, the men played four quarters during that NIT back. Yes. What was it? And four, it worked four great. years ago or so. It was yeah. fine. I don't know why they don't do it. So His other question is one we've already answered. <laughs> uh, Colorado Dog. Is Nikki McCray-Penson's first year similar to Joe Moorhead's first year where they both have talented teams yet underperformed? Yeah. So yeah, far. a little bit. A little difference here, though, is Nikki McCray didn't get off the plane talking about go ahead and get your championship rings right. fixed up. And yeah, she she did not. You know, she talked about expectations, but not in such a way that made you think, okay, this is happening. So, yeah, uh, so, so she really don't have to. She she really doesn't have to walk anything back. No, no, she, she's good. We're not going to have a, an SEC media days where she's like, well, you know, I said these things, but the way Joe did. Never, I will never forget that. That's when you knew it was it was going to be tough for Joe Moorhead when he sat up there at media days and was like, "Yeah, yeah, maybe I was a little bit uh, ahead of myself." Yeah, I was like, Eesh. "I still, I mean that that to me, mm-hmm. if you if you made me sit here and list the the biggest mistakes of the Joe Moorhead era, number one for me is mm-hmm. him getting off telling Nick and, Com- size? and and everybody knowing about it. You know, yeah. it's one thing to just tell the guys yeah, whatever. meetings. But for people to know yeah. openly that you told these guys, hey, get your ring size, hey, clear off space for the Heisman trophy. Yeah. I mean that's big talk. That is a if you have a facts about a violation, email compliance at ollmiss.edu, it's that kind of level yeah. of mistake. And then you go out there and you it's attracting you, you lay the egg they laid at Kentucky yeah. and then you get beat by the guy that you yeah. you replaced it was over. here. It was Man, you had an uphill climb. He he dug himself a huge hole and wasn't able to get out of it. Uh, He also wants to know, does Colorado dog, does MSU basketball actually have a game plan or do they just wing it offensively? It doesn't feel like there's much set offense. It feels like they're going to try to take some open threes, but it's definitely not a dribble drive. They're not running much weave. They don't run a lot of sets. I pointed this out to you, and a friend of mine pointed this out, that I was actually, he's a cousin of a cousin, so he is my friend, but we're not related. But he's like, and I said this to you last night, on the pick and roll, why is a do the pick? He's not going to the basket. He's not going to score. What, let Tolu Smith be the pick and roll guy. He can actually do something with the pass. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Of course, so. last night, you know, Tolu got in foul trouble. Got in foul trouble. Oh, yeah. But, there's never, but it's always a do, though. 
It's yeah. always a deuce in that pick. Uh, let's see here. Same same questions. Yeah, there were a lot of complaints with stands back in the day too, though about like the offense. Yeah, was just you know mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> it was go down the court, play a little, play a little parking lot pickup ball kind of deal. I mean, that was that was a big thing with the stands offenses too back yeah. in the day. I mean, no, you're it, right, you're right. There's always been complaints. Very stall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where are we here? Miller time wants to know. Has there been any word about the football series with NC State being moved around due to last year's cancellation? There hasn't been any talk about it, but there has been some talk from uh, about you know NC State. They definitely want to get their home game back, so they got to find a place to put that. My my guess is Joel, that's going to put a situation where State plays two Power Five out of conference games in a single year. That they're going to have to find a year where they 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 don't have now they have a Power Five basically lined up. I think to twenty thirty two. But they have to find a person, find a year where they only have three games already, and they're gonna. They may have, may not have a year where they don't play an FCS team, and instead they play NC State plus Arizona State or, or Minnesota or something like that. There you go. Any thoughts? I think you answered that one adequately. Very good. Michael Esther says we have correctly identified which Greek myth matches the current MSU basketball program. Who would have ever thought we could do such a thing? Is there a myth or movie storyline that would fit our current football program? You just sort of hit on that with the Lord of the Rings, that if it was a book, we're in the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. All right, we've got the Two Towers and the Return of the King to come. For a Greek myth, it would be like the labors of Hercules, you know? we got a long way to go before we can get to the rewards there, yeah? Yeah. We, we are just at, like, number two. Uh, let's see here. I feel bad for these people who ask us. It's the same question, though. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Well, I mean, it, it's what happens whenever yeah. we ask for questions right after. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're Everybody right. has the same thing on their mind. Here's a really good question from Clifton Taylor. Rank these records held by MSU athletes in the order you think they will be broken. Who? K.J. Costello's single-game SEC passing yards. Jake Mangum's SEC career hits. Jarvis Vernardo's NCAA career blocks. Nobody's ever touching Vernardo's record, I don't think. Somebody would have to be a, a premier shot blocker for four years. Just seems unlikely. All of them seem unlikely. Well, the thing with Varnado is this, especially, is that what the reason Varnado stayed for four years is that offensively he, he didn't have a whole lot to offer, right? So what you're going to have to do is another player just like him, a premier shot blocker who offensively isn't good enough to play in the NBA. Yeah. Seems unlikely. Same with Mang- Mangum's SEC career hits. Was it 353? I think that's right. So you'd have to average basically 90 hits a year for four years. The, the bigger question is, could somebody get 120 hits in a year for three years? You know, you're in a period of time here where yeah. you're getting an extra, extra year of years, eligibility. Somebody could get there. So somebody that was like a, you know... The problem a, a is you freshman lost, last year. You well, you lost a, lost a season, season, though. So it's, it's going to be tough. That seems tough. KJ Costello's... I think Costello's record is the most breakable because teams are just so offensively gifted now. But it's remember, almost going to have to be during the Leach tenure to break it, though. Not, it doesn't have to be MSU breaking it. It's just it's, oh, it's, just anybody just breaking break, it. Just okay. getting broken, yeah, in terms of that. Because remember, there was no non-conference games this year. What happens if if Nick Saban, you know, playing uh, Tulane or whoever? I mean, they could throw for six fifty. Yeah, the thing that made that. Costello performance so unique though is just that it was a close game right. the whole way. They had to keep they throwing. had to keep doing right. what they were doing. Right. 
And, and you just have to have the perfect storm. It's not just how well you're playing. The other team has to be playing well enough to make you keep throwing. Yeah. So I, I, I would rank them Varnado, Mangum, Costello in terms of Varnado is the most unbreakable. I, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. I, I can't dispute any of your rankings there. All right. Michael Estes again. Rank the following programs for most potential to least potential as they are currently constructed. Football, men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball. Baseball is always number one. Yeah, they're the, the one program that year in year out you can expect to compete for championships. Um, I think women's is second. I do too. And then football, and then men's basketball. I just think men's basketball right now is is in a, a dead zone. Like as it's currently constructed with Ben Howland as the head coach, there's no chance to have become a solid, consistent winning program. And I mean, I say that you know he's won back to back twenty games. I'm talking, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, know? I'm with you. It's it's more about the the perception, the eye test of who is he beating. So, uh, let's see here. And to think, it was only a couple weeks ago he upset number thirteen Missouri. It's crazy. Uh, let's see here. What do Jay Smith? How does positive momentum for men's hoops always end with Ole Miss in the Howland era? It, it it does. Like this is like the third time that he he's had momentum. And he, Ole Miss takes it away from him. Yeah, I can't understand it, but it's it is the case. What do we think of the new wrestling podcast? He said he can't believe he got Stone Cold for the first interview. I would have fanboyed out. I mean, I might have as well. Yeah, got to be careful in those interviews. What do you think? Have you? Yeah, you I've, I've enjoyed it. I, I thought it, it I think the first. You know, the only if I had a criticism, and I doubt he listens, but I don't need you to tell me what the podcast is every week. I don't need to know this is about positivity. And I, I get it. I've been listening. I get it. Other than that, it's great. And the two interviews have been fantastic. The one with Tony Khan is just outstanding. I have not listened to that one yet. It's outstanding. Downloaded it this morning, though. It's outstanding. So. Just, just, just a, a quick note I will give, a, give away. When he tests, talks to Tony about, I had a friend tell me this, I'm the friend. So, what did the friend tell him? I said to tell Tony Khan, thank you. You have rekindled my love of pro wrestling. There you go. Because... I mean, you know that I was not watching much WWE. Yeah. I would get into it around now for the Rumble. I'd watch WrestleMania. I'd inevitably be disappointed, and I'd just not worry about it again. I watch Dynamite every week. I don't miss Dynamite. Yeah. So. Uh, Gil Manclang wants to know, excluding the Saints and the Dolphins respectively, of course, give me the best and worst uniforms in the NFL. Because I love the Saints' color rush. The, the all-whites, very sharp. And I love the Dolphins. The Dolphins is very sharp, The Uniform. Yeah, I wish they would not use the current. I, I wish they would go back to the yeah the yeah. the retro dolphin. I got you. As opposed to what they currently use. But. So I think, to me, the best uniform is the 49ers home reds, red with the gold. That is just a sharp, clean, timeless kind of look. Love it. I think my favorite is actually the Chargers. The Chargers, the baby blues, baby are blues. really cool. In other words. I like the timeless ones. The Cowboys home. I like the Colts. The Colts are nice. The Cowboys when in the white jersey with that's a fantastic. I mean, it just looks. It reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. The worst one to me is by far the Jaguars. I mean, it's teal and black and gold. I don't. I'm not a fan of like Tampa Bay's current. Oh, I I would prefer the creamsicles. Yeah, those are a much better look. The the Panthers, the black and light blue is not great. And, and I know some of this is is probably just nostalgia, but I like the Broncos' older stuff. The orange and the blue helmet, yeah, I do too. Um, but okay. yeah, for me, if I if I had to pick, Chargers is my number one. Right. 
the, the baby blues. I got you. Tanner Parsons has maybe one of the most difficult questions we've ever asked. Who would you rather have seen gotten one more year, Moorhead, Croom, or Rick Ray? Joe. Joe is the correct answer, I think, for sure. I mean, imagine, imagine that 2009 team with Croom. Oh, looks so different. You don't have Bumpus. Uh-uh. You probably don't have a lot a lot of those guys. So. And I don't, Rick Ray is the obvious answer to say no, absolutely not. See, I think Croom and Ray were undisputably done. Yeah. I think you could make a case that I think it was the right call yeah. to part ways with Joe, but you could make the case that that was too early. Yeah, you could. Uh, I mean, I honestly think if, if Willie Gay and Trader don't have that incident, he's probably still the, kick, the head coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I mean, the guy will forever, you know, two straight bowls, two egg bowl wins, yeah. and, and I. He, he did some good things. Now, again, I think it was probably the right call to what, what State did, but mm-hmm. you can certainly make a case that it wasn't. I agree. Uh, where are we here? The negative entropy generator. Okay. Sure. Should State play some zone defense in basketball to change it up or at least practice against it? Well, they should definitely be practicing against it, <laughs> and that's not happening. I do think that you should have a zone package. If a team is beating you up inside, you have to be able to, you know, the, the, the thing for State is a lot of teams don't beat them up inside because they have a do down there. But when if he gets into foul trouble, you need to be able to zone a poor shooting team. And it just it drives me crazy because I hate zone. Well, I mean, again, what would it? Yeah, you rather lose their own way than, than win somebody else's. Exactly. I don't get why a coach would ever hate anything that might work. I, I don't coach, understand. A coach should that. be open to anything. Like if it works, I like it. Like I have Why my system, the... but I'm I'm willing to try this if it'll work. I mean, you get paid to win. You don't get paid to do anything else but win. At the end of the day, you can tell me anything. Oh, I'm here to you know people helping business. You paid to win games. You better do whatever you can to do it. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get why why coaches just will not will not change. I mean, like the whole. We've talked about this a million times, but not going under center for a QB sneak. Yeah. Because we don't do that. We line up in the shotgun. Well, well, okay, well, why don't you... It's, it's not difficult to practice. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. It, it could be like free throws. You do it for five minutes at the end of practice. You know, I'm not saying free throws are only five minutes, but you see what I'm saying. You do a session of, hey, that's what they're working on. So, Now, Mal can dream has a question for us. He said, I'm going to give you a break from the basketball question, Daddy. Who's stronger between Alexa Bliss with black makeup, fiendified, if you will, or the cinematic AJ Styles who came back from the dead? You're watching more WWE. I saw this, and I think it's dumb as hell what they're doing with this. But Alexa Bliss, I yeah, think. Yeah. Who's stronger? Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, Alexa has. Uh, well, I, she got I the, don't know. The fiend powers now. Yeah. I'm I'm I've sold myself on the fiend winning the Royal Rumble. Thing is, like AJ, I don't know if he they kill they buried him alive or whatever. But like, there's been other people buried alive yeah. over the course yeah. of WWE history. Paul so, Paul Bearer was buried in concrete, yeah, and lived. So, yeah. And uh, so so I guess I'll go with Alexa. All right, second one from the from the American Dream. What are the chances that if Kenny Omega to grab the NWA World Title, a title I held many times? <laughs> And holding three world titles at once. So could we get Nick Aldis versus Kenny Omega? I'd be down for that, first off. It'd be a good match. 
I like the I mean, idea, right? With with the way they they seem to be open to working with anybody, and, yeah. and this is I mean, great. You, you could great for professional wrestling. It's so yeah. good, love it. I'm telling you, AEW. I mean, you have the NWA Women's Champ on your show you right do. now. So how great would it be if Nick Aldis showed up and like called out Kenny Omega, but then lost? I don't know. Tanner Parsons, he's just making us work today. If a Kroom offense faced a Peter Sermon defense, what would be the final score? <clears throat> and who would watch? Well. The oh. unmoving force versus the very movable object. Who would watch? You ever seen that sickos meme? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, well, I, it can't be any worse than watching college basketball in its current form. Yeah. I, I'm telling you right ugly. now, you're going to be surprised. I would take the Kroom offense here because his offense, made, his defense, made everybody look good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's the right answer. All right. Justice Hodges wants to know what do people from Mississippi think of Madison, Mississippi? I think of people that are richer than me. I think of the, uh, the you know, everything looks the same. Like your Taco Bells are made out of brick. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't have any real thoughts about Madison one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, Madison's fine. I just, yeah. I, I'm going to guess that the the household income there is a little higher than my household income. Yeah, true. Probably. Carter Bentley, what is your favorite flavor of Dippin' Dots? Joel, I know you're not a dessert man, but come on, it's Dippin' Dots. I, my favorite is actually vanilla. I mean, I just like the plain old... Plain Jane vanilla. I have never sampled the ice cream of the future. You've never had Dippin' Dots? Nah. Wow. Yeah, and I used to see it at the mall and be like, can I get some? And my mom would always be like, no. Because she knew. She knew it wasn't actually the ice cream of the future. She didn't want me to get hooked on it. And then one day, like, here we are 40 years later. I, you still can't. Can you even buy Dippin' Dots at the store? I don't know if you can at the store. So it's not the ice cream of the future. Like, when is the future? When's it going to happen? Never, I Well, say. they didn't put a date on it. Never, I say. It's forever the future. Will Frydenreich. Frydenreich. Hey, guys, how did you get to be the position you're in today? Well, I just got in my car and drove over here to the studio and sat down. Such a smart aleck. I know. Huh? Uh, <laughs> mine was through incredible luck. Joel's was through hard work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, This goes to show you anything can happen, kids. Well, if you're, if you're speaking about the podcast in general, it's because... Matt Stevens knew Brian and yeah. and and said, "Hey, flat I, out, I, I, flat out." Matt, Matt wanted to pick his co-host, and he told Brian he knew somebody, and yeah. so we ate lunch with Brian at yeah. uh, I, at Cappy's at Cappy's, and Brian thought I was some redneck, and I'll never forget the first time you opened your mouth. I was just like, "We're gonna put this guy on the radio, okay." Let's give it a try. Eight years later, here we are. It's working, it's but working but yeah, us. in general, I mean, I just always wanted to. Work in sports, so I got degrees in sports, and I, you know, worked for free a lot in sports, and ended up getting paid to work in sports. And so, was, just yeah. it, the one thing I will say, like if, if you're wanting to work in sports, like if that's why you're asking that, is, I mean, you can possibly end up like Brian, and and the, the good Lord just work it out for you. But the probably the most ideal route is to not be afraid to work for free and do do lots of stuff. For free. Get experience. Build that resume. Yeah. Don't be afraid to... Don't be afraid to work a little bit. There you go. Like I said, I was just lucky. Had no business being in this business. Where did my, my cursor go? But you got some natural talents that... If you say so. Well, you do. You got a good voice for the for the old radio. Well, Joel, we got a problem here. My uh, computer is locked up. Did I hit... Uh... I mean... Oh, here we go. There we go. There we go. 
right, we're good. Computer problems are I'm about common to say, here like, on I'm Thunder not dealing with this again. So, shout out to Wes Williamson though. He's the one who sort of he he extended the hand, the Godfather of Bulldog Sports Radio. Uh, Sheldon Nations, great question here. Is there any food more transformed by simply heating it up than an English muffin? A cold English muffin is a crime against humanity. That's a good point. A buttery English muffin, delicious. Yeah, you know, you go to to some of these places sometimes mm-hmm. and bakeries or whatnot. Hey, do you want it heated? Yeah, of course I want it heated. Yeah. Like, what do you? What do you? Depends on what it is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yes. Most pastries, hot bread with butter is going to be good. Most pastries are better heated. Are better heated. Yeah, I agree. What What would you not want heated? A blueberry muffin. I mean, as long as it's not, uh, I don't yeah. want it cold, but you know, room temperature blueberry muffin is fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Good question though, Sheldon. Uh, Davis Grant Bird, do you mean we need to start giving recruits McDonald's bags? What a fantastic story. And shout out to whoever runs the Florida Gator men's basketball Twitter feed for dropping an I'm loving it after they beat Tennessee last night. If Scott Strickland's listening, you give that man a raise. (laughs) Or woman, whoever it is, they deserve it for sure. Do you really believe that they gave bags of McDonald's? I want to believe, Joel. I want to believe. If that's true. I hope it's true. If that's true, that's one of the blatant, dumbest things. A football program's ever done. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Realistic. This is from Jason Neal Galt. Realistically, with the SEC being as loaded as it is, where do you see State finishing in baseball? I mean, State's loaded, too. So they'll be in the top half, and the top half of the SEC means you're in the top 15 in the country. <laughs> I mean, it's simple as that. Feel, feels right to you? Yeah, feels exactly right. Does Howland not understand the Ole Miss rivalry? It seems his teams are never ready. This is a very fair point. His teams are not fired up to play Ole Miss for whatever reason. Which is weird because you've got Mississippi kids on the team. Stewart, Tolu Smith is from Mississippi. Um, Abdul Adu has been here for, for four years now. He should understand. This feels like, you know, they just don't get it. He says all the right things yeah. when he's asked about it. But in his defense, though, man, when you, well, I don't know, though. Then you got a guy like Mullen. Yeah. You got a guy like Mullen that grew up in he the understood. north and, and he got it. He understood. And so uh, you you can't really, if you're Ben Howland, say, you know, been out in Cali. Yeah. You know, you don't get. It. I mean, but after six when you, years, you when you get come it. here, you think it, eventually it would you'd get it. Yeah, I agree. But uh, you know, like Houston Nutt, in at Ole Miss back in the day, he never really seemed to get that rivalry. Like it didn't really. You're right. <sighs> he didn't get it. You know, because he won the first one so easily. And then after that, Mullen just turned it on his head. So, and so I'll be—I don't know. It's interesting. I, I don't know why some some prioritize it, some don't. I don't know why you wouldn't prioritize it, regardless of which side you're on. Yeah. Because as I said yesterday, to to get to where you want to go, no matter the sport, you're almost always going to have to beat. If you're Ole Miss, you're always going to have to beat State, or if you're State, you're always going to have to beat Ole Miss. Right. So I, I don't understand why you would not, would ever I'm not with, prioritize it. So. Uh, do you have Disney Plus? Yes. Have you watched the first two episodes of WandaVision? Have not. Okay, neither. I don't have Disney+. Plus. Where do you think this Bullet Club story is going in AEW? I have an idea. Do you have an idea? Well, I shared an idea with you. Or I don't know how far we're going here. I think it's going to end up like the NWO. I think the Young Bucks are going to turn and join up with the rest of them. Maybe even Hangman Page. And you're going to have like a monster faction that Moxley and, you know, I don't know who the rest are. You know, because I don't know what's happening with the inner circle. I feel like they're going to push Jericho out at some point. 
and and turn on him. But I don't know. I don't know. But I, I feel like a monster heel stable. You need to have one. Well, I, where I was going to say was what we talked about a week or two on here ago is, is that the Dark Order after the you know the passing of Brody Lee mm-hmm. is ripe to be faces now, and you got Hangman Page sitting there. Well, he's supposed to like tonight. He's going to say so, if he's going to join. So, so I mean, let him do it, and eventually you get Hangman Kenny again, and that's yeah. a good way to do it. I but. agree. Uh, Russ Huddleston wants to know, TV basketball announcers telling stories or giving opinions while ignoring the action on the floor for several plays in a row. When did this become good TV basketball viewing? It's not. No. It's great for baseball. I was going to say, it's why Vince Scully is a legend in yeah, baseball. But for basketball, you got to be sort of focused on the action there. I mean, there, there's no... There's no time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that in, in a basketball game. I don't I don't know why that's a thing. No, I agree. Also from Russ, would you rather listen to these terrible announcers distract you from the game or watch the game in silence while scrolling through Twitter so that it drives his wife crazy? Well, first of all, I think you should definitely be scrolling through Twitter and following at Brian Haydad and at Joel T. Coleman <laughs> and nobody else. There's nobody else who's going to give you any information that you need. Uh... I can't listen to games in silence, though. I gotta have just just in the background, if nothing else. Yeah. Do you ever do the uh, the sync? Yeah, it's like sync no. it up. I don't. Oh, I don't think I, I don't think I own a radio that's not in my car. Like back when you were, you know, twenty years ago, everybody owned a radio. Back during the NLCS, I would I would mute the, uh, which is ironic because John Smoltz is sitting there yeah. calling it, but I would mute the national broadcast and uh, sync up my phone. Because I, I mean, I've got the you know at bat app and get the Braves radio guys singing yeah. it up. I, I do that sometimes, but no, I never just watch a game like muted. If yeah. that's what you're asking, uh, Alex Hammond wants to. I guess he's asking me why do the pepperoni at Papa John's taste better than what you can buy in the store? I don't know the answer to that. I don't like pepperoni, so. Uh, but that said, better ingredients, better pizza. <laughs> uh, same question here from Ace Winston. I mean, just just the same question. Uh, Ryan Sims, let's say everything continues like it's projected, and every op- age group has the option to get vaccinated by the summer. Is that enough time to have a full-capacity Davis Wade come fall? Yes. I think, I think so. so. I think so. If, if you can get everybody done by June, why can't you have everybody in the stadium? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the question becomes, like, <laughs> are you going to have to sh- show something that says you're vaccinated to come in? Like, I don't know, I don't know what yeah. you do at that uh, point. I, but. but at that point... You may, I guess you just say, like, you know, we've had 80%, 90% vaccination. I don't know. Yeah, maybe the numbers are down to such at that point that it doesn't yeah. matter and come on in. Another one from Ryan Sims. Do you Have you eaten in Nashville enough to have a favorite Nashville restaurant? Uh-uh. Me either. So. I have not. I've only been there a few times. I mean, I like going to Hattie B's, but that's really, you know, it's a chain at this point. I, I don't. I haven't been to the Hattie B's in Nashville. I've been to the one in Birmingham a few times. So. Where did we eat that morning? Before the uh, Music City Bowl, me and you and Robbie. I don't remember. We were going to go to Biscuit Love, but the line was around the block. Yeah, and then we... Yeah, it was whatever was right. right across the street from it. What you what you said, though, was what I was looking for. That, that, that wasn't, where we, that that wasn't where we Love. ate. We, we ate, ate at the other place. Before, and it's really good, but it's also just a breakfast place. Yeah. So, Which breakfast food is actually one of my favorite I know, I know things. you like it. Uh, let's see here. Delvin Irvin... Ir, I'm sorry. Delvin Irwin... St. Aloysius legend there. Uh, I've been unable to purchase baseball season tickets for years. I do have a mobile pass, however. What are the odds I'll get into games this year with it? Uh, probably not very good. I mean, they're not, you know, you think about, like, there haven't been tickets for sale for basketball because the season ticket holders buy them all. 
I mean, it's, there's not. I don't think they're going to be like single game tickets. So you have to, you're going to have to use the the ticket exchanges and try to find tickets that way. I don't. I can't see that 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 working out for you. Do you? I don't think I'm completely familiar with the mobile pass. Isn't that the thing where the where they they text you? You you saw remember the commercials for it where like bullies sitting at home and then he gets a text you've got tickets. Oh, okay. Does that include though like general admission? Because I mean, I could I could see you. But I don't, I don't think there's going to be general admission this year. Yeah, it may not be. So, I don't know. Flying M has one, a rankings question for us. We're going to rank these MSU Anthony's and Tony's. Okay. Anthony Derricks, Anthony Dixon, Anthony Johnson, Tony James, Tony Shell, Tony Watts. Tony Shell's last. No offense to Tony Shell if you're listening. Booby first? Booby is absolutely first. I'm going to say Tony... James second when he left school he was the all-time leader in kickoff return yardage in the NCAA in in the college football history. Tony Watts and then the other two. So here's the thing about and first off he puts Anthony Johnson in parentheses Bama 07 pick six. Like I don't know who Anthony Johnson <laughs> is. Like I wasn't there. I mean that's a that's a top 5 moment for me. Here's what's funny about this. To me, Anthony Derricks and Anthony Johnson are both defined by pick sixes. Anthony Derricks had the pick six against Auburn in 97. So whose pick six was bigger? For me, it's Anthony Johnson. It's Anthony Johnson, Johnson, right? So Johnson's ahead of Derricks. Okay. Watts had a good career, so he's he's got more than one moment. Dixon, James, Watts, Johnson, Derricks, Shell. Yep. Done. That was easy money. Carter Bentley, is this the longest rumblings ever? No, we're not we're not there yet. We're looking though. We're really not even close, are we? No, no. This is a fantastic question. I hope you're ready for it. From okay. the Thrash Panda. When someone is royally wronged by someone, people say, I got screwed, like it's a bad thing. Yet people look forward to, you know, all the time. Why is getting screwed negative while screwing is a positive? This is a fantastic this is a question right up there with like out of kilter for me. This is somebody has put some thought into this. I have no idea. <laughs> well, when you gosh, I can't believe we're here sitting there answering this question. Yeah, go ahead, Joel. I'll sit back and let you handle it. When you are I'm trying to think of how, how to eloquently put there's no way to eloquently put this. To be screwed is not your decision. Does oh, okay. that make sense here? Like, when you get screwed out of something, it was not your choice to be. So what you're telling, I think what you're saying here is that in this def, in this situation, the, the word screwed has different meanings. It's sort of the same way that, like, like, a ball can be something you throw. It can also be a party. It can also, you know, something like that, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm with you then. But it's still a fantastic question. Great job, Thrash Panda. <laughs> You've got the question of the day. And, and you had some, some competition here. You sure did. All I, right. Do, do we have a Brian Haydad answer? A, a no, I'm going to go with yours. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I like I like where your head's at. <laughs> Last question. If we missed any of your questions, I mean, there are just so many, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, last question, though. From Jay Long. Rank these sandwich meats in order of favorite. Bologna, ham, roast beef, and turkey. Turkey's one for me. Okay, if we're just talking about like processed lunch meat that I buy at the, the grocery store, yes, turkey is number one. If you're actually carving the roast beef, I want roast beef first. 
But turkey is one. I agree. Ham's two for me. Roast beef is two for me. Ham would be three. Roast beef's three for me. Bologna. And then bologna is dead last. I don't like bologna at all. All righty then. If we missed your question, we certainly do apologize. But the answer here is like, get the club that has all three. Get a club sandwich. Has has ham, turkey, roast beef. Get the blitz. Yeah. And add bacon. The Bulldog Deli Blitz. Oh, man. It's not the Blitz. I, I still call it that. It's called the Memphian, right? I think it is. Huh? Yeah, or that's what it is. I think that's what it is at McAllister's. At Peppers, yeah. it's still the Blitz. The Blitz, the uh, the, the Godfather, and what, they had another one that came, uh, they had like a, a funny name. I can't remember it. I like the Godfather. It was the meatball. Not the meatball. It was like roast beef with pizza sauce. Uh-huh. It was great. So good. There was something different about. I mean, when even when both of them were in town, you Bulldog had Bulldog Deli, Deli. You had love the love at Bulldog Deli. It tasted different. It did because you know why? Even though it was the same thing at Bulldog Deli, you felt like you're going to a local restaurant, and at Peppers, or, felt like you're going to a chain. Like you're going to a chain. Yeah, yeah. I love Bulldog Deli. I, I still have too. a Bulldog Deli cup. You did not go to school at Mississippi State if you don't own a Bulldog Deli cup. It, 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 depending on the time you went there, if you were there when we were there, and you were on a Bulldog Deli cup. You didn't go to Mississippi State. I mean, I was in there at least. Obese too. I was in there at least twice a week. Yeah, I, I, I used to eat there all the time. It's great, oh, man. So, all right then, guys, have a great Thursday, Joel. I'll be back with you tomorrow. We'll talk a little football, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll look at MSU Alabama as well. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon for Joel T. Coleman. Ooh. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.